I remember I got a review that said, like, I wish I could have captured her voice, like, in the pictures. Welcome to Discovering Design, a podcast featuring a different guest each episode recounting their initial career what sparked their interest in the creative arts, and how they pivoted to a full-time role in user experience design. Our guest for this episode is Sammy Zonana. Sammy began their professional career as a wedding singer. We'll learn about growing up in Austin, Texas, what it's like to see yourself on national television, and why being jealous of your friends is all the motivation you need to make a change. And with that, I'd like to introduce Sammy Zonana. in Austin, Texas, so that's where I am now. A lot of my childhood was spent like on the water, wakeboarding, um, kayaking, just being on the lake. Where I grew up is sort of away from like this central downtown Austin like music vibe. It's kind of got more of like a roots, like um, maybe like more bluesy vibe. I grew up going to Carlos and Charlie's, which is shut down now. But it was just this like awesome bar right on the water where like they would have bands coming out playing jazz and like funk. And I also grew up like two-stepping with my parents, like in the living room. My definition of the Texas two-step is uh, two forward, one back. <laughs> you might ask other people, they might say too fast, too slow. I don't have any cowboy boots, none. My mom is an artist, so she started her own business doing like murals and faux finish paintings and domes and things like that. I remember growing up with my mom, like going to the job sites with her and watching her paint, having these huge murals of like maybe a beach scene with like a sailboat, like set up in our living room, like taking up, you know, like almost the entire wall in the living room. My dad was a geologist and actually worked for Halliburton for a long time. You know, they were doing layoffs and he actually went back to school to be like a teacher. So he ended up teaching um, engineering, like middle school engineering, if you can believe it or not, that's a thing. I definitely stumbled into music. Growing up, I sort of was into like this secret singing in like my bedroom. But when I went to college, my aunt actually gave me this guitar that she had had for a long time. She bought this like ovation, um, probably like 10 years before I was in college. This was right around the time when I was like discovering that YouTube was like a cool thing. Like I was definitely behind the trend on the YouTube. I saw this video of Kina Granis um, teaching like her fans how to sing this song Valentine. I was like watching the music video of the song Valentine and then like watching her like teach you how to sing it and like going back and forth. And like the whole time I've got this guitar in my closet that's just like been sitting there. I guess I felt like I had I had someone in front of me teaching me and I had a guitar in my closet. I pretty much spent like the next four months learning, <laughs> learning that song. Initially, I wanted to do screenwriting. I was really interested in writing movies and things like that. But when I had picked up guitar and I was learning these songs, like I wanted to start writing my own music. I was like playing in open mics and playing in bars and like really like singing my soul out to like these people who were out just, you know, kind of for their, their own night. At the end of college, I was 
planning to come back to Austin and my cousin was getting married and asked me to sing at her wedding. That was the first time I sang at a wedding. I sang one song for her to walk down the aisle, but it was such a gratifying, like beautiful moment. And it was one that I really hadn't had yet with like some of the gigging that I was doing in like coffee shops and bars. I definitely was just nervous. I, I also was in this like pink dress. There's all this like funny drama around like what color I was going to be wearing. Like, am I in the wedding or am I not in the wedding kind of thing? Like, am I a bridesmaid? Am I a wedding singer? Like there was more pressure because it wasn't so much about me. It was like more about her practicing the song in the hotel, like over and over and over and over leading up to like the actual leaving time for the ceremony. Then there's like all the stress of like setting up the speaker for the first time. I'd never done that. So I was like, where do I put it? Where do I sit? I did this um, scuba course, like to get scuba certified. And my instructor was actually a D like a wedding DJ. He offered me kind of like an apprentice type role where I like was helping him with the business, but he was also like teaching me like how to engage with planners, like how a wedding works, like what are the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts. I worked with him for probably three or four months, just kind of figuring things out. I kind of pushed myself out of the bird's nest and I just sort of copied what I had learned from him. My goal was to do one wedding. I did three. So I was like, okay, that's a win. Every year after that, I was just like doubling um, the weddings I was doing. You know, I understand the whole wedding singer Adam Sandler joke that we have to deal with all the time. So I'm sorry. I know it's real. It took time. You know, now I've been doing it for almost seven years. But like those first uh, few years just took like, you know, I was still doing other gigs. You know, I wasn't just doing weddings. It just gave me some kind of like warm and fuzzy you know, when the mom comes up to you and they're very excited about you just being there on their day. I remember I got a review that said, like, I wish I could have captured her voice, like, in the pictures. It feels good, you know, and it feels like giving back a little while I'm still getting to, like, do music. As I started to age, I felt it getting heavier and heavier. I was like, where am I actually going with this? Like, what can I do with this? I already felt a little like spread out because like I said, I was still doing what I was doing weddings, but I was still gigging. I was working for this company, Song Finch, like writing custom songs, things like that. Like singing at birthdays, like just anywhere I could be, like I was trying to be there. And like, it was very stressful to think about what that could look like, like 10 years down the road or like 20 years down the road and like how I could actually turn that into something maybe I'll go on The Voice. Like my mom has been bothering me about auditioning because she's like the biggest fan. She's like been watching since season one. And she's like, you got to audition. You got to audition. Take a leap and see like what opportunities can come from just like putting myself out there to go on a television show. I actually went to like an open call, like where I stood in a line for like five hours with like hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands of people this awkward acapella audition in front of one producer with like 12 other people in the room. And I was nervous all day. And then they throw you into this room and they're like, okay, Sammy, it's time for you to sing. Unfortunately, I wasn't actually selected for that round of auditions. Like they gave me a pass on that round. And I kind of went home like a little disappointed because, because the all day audition experience was pretty like intense, you know, and putting yourself out there. I was like, man, I was really disappointing. There maybe three or four months, I got an email from a producer 
that said, hey, we didn't think that it was like a great timing or fit for season 11, but we'd love for you to come out for season 12. We're doing open calls in Atlanta. like, And so I flew out to the Atlanta auditions. I have really special memory of that because I actually asked my uncle to go with me because my mom and my aunt were always a, like have always been a little too um, excited about my music career, you know, like a little bit like soccer mom or like dance mom. <laughs> I think it took another like two months to hear back. Um, then they invited me out to do like an audition in front of the producers, which was a really cool experience. They had like candles set up and they were like on couches. And I remember walking in and being like, man, it's a real vibe in here. Like you guys are really vibing. That sort of started me being on like a reality show, which was not something I ever thought I would be on. The episodes for the blinds and the battles, and I believe the knockouts are all pre-recorded. I actually flew out to record the blinds with the other 100 contestants, um, and we stayed in a hotel together for like a month recording. I had been there for so long that I actually felt really good about going on on stage. I remember like feeling not as anxious as I was expecting to feel. It was like early in the morning. I just, yeah, I have this picture of like those doors opening up and like walking on stage. But at that point, I'd already done a few like practice rounds, you know, I'd had the chance to work with like um, a vocal coach to like help me through some stuff. Let's do it. Like, let's go. Like, that's how I felt walking on stage. I felt really nervous watching it air because like that's the moment where you're about to see yourself it's much it's a much different experience than it like being in the experience like watching yourself because like now you're like feeling all these like insecure feelings about like watching yourself on tv i did take a picture at a piano with gwen like i could probably have like reached out and grabbed her but to be honest like all you spend with celebrities is on camera so it feels like it's kind of like you're on it's not like you and me just like hanging out talking like it never felt like that with the celebrities no this has definitely been the most like extreme and intense experience I've had that has also like changed me the most. It was such an incredible experience to be there being like surrounded by so many like-minded people who are like passionate about the same things, but they're coming from like all these different places all over the country with different backgrounds. And like, I got to hang out with them for months and get to know them. And like some, I made some amazing friends that I'm still friends with today. But like at the same time, it was also really intense. Everything kind of has to be perfect. And they definitely have an idea of what that is. We were working with like, you know, well-known choreographers and well-known vocal coaches and all these like, you know, fancy like record producers. Like I did feel like a little bit of unsure about who I was. And it like that definitely amplified it more. Like, what am I doing? Who am I? Like, what am I, what am I doing with my life? What do I really want to do? Who am I? And like, what direction do I want to take, take my life based on like that really intense experience I just had. After The Voice and after a few more years of doing music, um, I started thinking more about what is my career going to look like in 10, 20 years, you know? I had a moment where I was like, I do not want to be 40 and lugging gear into a venue like that doesn't have like a wheelchair accessible like ramp. You know, I'm in my later 20s and I see like friends of mine who are in product and they're like, they're just living it up. Like they have unlimited PTO, they have health insurance, they're like going out to happy hour, they're like buying shit. And I'm just like, how do I, how do I get a get a piece of that? I was actually an art major. 
um, at the University of Texas, the film department is considered an art, like it's part of the art. I was taking like drawing and painting and clay. I was taking digital design. I was taking layout. I definitely learned how to use digital pro like digital uh, products like you know Photoshop and Illustrator and layout. Someone in my life who was a product manager, and I asked them blankly like, "Is there anything at your job I could I could do?" You know, actually UX like that could be that could be the thing. I stayed up late googling. Like I stumbled on like the General Assembly page for like their boot camp. I was reading about all sorts of stuff. For whatever reason, I was just like ready. I was ready for a change. I knew that starting a new career didn't mean that I had to like throw my music in the trash. It didn't mean that I had to say goodbye to be a musician, but that it could be what I was had been looking for. Honestly, since I had graduated, and I felt kind of like, what am I doing? Where am I going? I didn't have a lot of knowledge about technology or UX design methodology. Like I wasn't involved in any of that at all. I actually didn't tell my mom about my decision to change my career because I actually had a feeling that she would try to change my mind. When I decided to like get the loan out and do the class, I didn't tell her until I think I was six, five, six weeks into the program, like almost, almost done with it. When I did tell her, she was a little bit shocked. I think she realized like this was the right decision to make, and so now they're very excited and very proud and um, yeah, happy for me. Prior to the class starting, they actually sent us like some introductory work. I was on Medium reading articles that were adjacent to the things that we were learning because I really knew that I wasn't going to have a lot of time. Everything felt slightly like a review with more detail, so that transition was a lot easier for me because I had my art background and like that experience in college. When I started the course, I had the mindset that I was not going to fail. It was less to do about like, am I going to pass this? Like my experience with school was like, okay, I have to get passed and get a grade. This more felt like I'm doing this for me. The most challenging thing was the fear of not being get, not getting a job after the course. It is scary to think about like, is anybody going to want to hire me? I had been interviewing around for about three months, like going to happy hours and getting like a lot of no's. My first paying design job was at a company called Bestow. They are a term life insurance company. I found the job on Built in Austin. Not necessarily like I was stoked about life insurance, but I was stoked about the fact that they were doing something different in a space that had had been there a long time. Like so much of it is timing, but it also was just like a good fit. It was a smaller team. I had actually achieved what I had decided to do. You know, I, I achieved it. I'll never forget like the first project that my boss gave me. I remember giving him the designs and they were way out of scale. Do I know what I'm even doing here? There's so many other elements that I had to learn. The imposter syndrome creeped up for a long, a long time. I just decided to ask a lot of questions. If I didn't know something, I was just going to interrupt the meeting and ask. Just don't know until you know. My third year into my career, I started this like ERG at my company that was for basically anyone queer or, or an ally. But I had no idea how to like run this group or, or what to do. And I started to realize that like our jobs are the same way where like all we can really do is what we think is the best, the best idea. And like that's all we really have to offer. Oh, like we each have our own perspective and we each have like our own like unique skills to bring and all we have to do is just like bring them and that's all we can do growing my business took a lot of learning of like how to talk to people how to send emails 
learning how to navigate difficult conversations, learning how to like talk about pricing with somebody and not make it like a big deal. As a musician and a songwriter, I'm a storyteller. So again, like setting that stage, telling the story, like where's it going? Like what's next? Like that's a big part of what I do as well as a designer. That just has helped a lot with my design career. For the next two years, I'm really excited. I'm just joined a new company called Audius. And what I'm so excited about is because it's like a music company. I'm working on playlists or something. I'm like, I'm working on playlists. Like I'm a musician, I'm a designer, and all my passions have come together. I've only been there for about three months and I'm loving it. One of the things that I've gotten really jazzed about in the last uh, year of my career is design systems. All the work I'd done before was like, here's a feature, let's like, let's go accomplish it. But this is the first time that it was like, hey, this is a button. Like, how do we make this button better? I have a lot of like big goals and big pipe dreams for the audience design system in the next two years. I also have like maybe an idea in the pipelines of maybe starting my own app. Like, you know, at some point it's like, I kind of want to make something. I mean, we all sort of doubt like whether or not we're contributing enough or like doing enough, but I believe I can do anything now, honestly. If you're a musician or a wedding singer right now and you're apprehensive about like changing careers, I would say don't feel like changing careers means saying goodbye to the career you're in now because you can't have both. I want to thank Sammy for sharing their journey and all of you for listening. Until next time.